Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yep, I'm here. Jerry is having difficulties. This is Ryan, by the way. Do I? This is Ryan. Hey, yeah, I, I recognize. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jerry's having difficulties with uh, her internet. Okay. At the moment. So. How's it going? Good. Good. How about yourself? Can you hear me? I'm having uh, technical difficulties. Sorry. All right. I had to That's I have sorry. to I'm I'm off I'm on my hot spot now. It's always something. Always. All right. Well this we kept the show from, from going off the rails. God. Yeah, so all right, I'll let you guys go. Ryan, I appreciate that. No problem. I'll talk to you, I'll talk to you about an hour. So Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. See you, buddy. There's a reason why I had to get mobile hotspot. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, mean, I'm serious. I don't use it all the time, um, but it's times like this. I mean, it just blipped out for nothing. I don't even know why the Internet went out. But I don't think I am live on 
I got to re-enter the studio for Facebook. So let me try to re-enter that. So because I got people watching, so I'm I'm trying to get back on. I, I think I'm live now. Um, can somebody let me know if you can hear me now, please? See, this is what sucks about all this stuff. <laughs> I think I'm. I think we're live on Facebook now too. I'm waiting for somebody to let me know. I have you. Uh, so David says you're back on. Okay, I'm back on good because I, the internet just blipped out of nowhere. I mean, it just like right, went if, out like. If someone could say, John, I can hear you, that would be great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she can hear us good on the phone, so we're good. Okay. Well, let's hope that people come back. I hope they didn't leave. You they'll come back. Come back if they did. They'll come back. I got my Mary, Mary. What does my shirt say? I don't even know. Oh yeah, my Mary, whatever shirt. Maybe that's what caused it. Mary, yeah, Mary Krampus. Yeah, uh huh. I'm gonna get me a Grinch hat. I swear, I'm getting me a Grinch hat. It just matches my personality. Actually, I need something with Deville because that is my nickname. Um, so uh, let's uh, do a good in. I mean, do a good intro. I think people missed the intro. At least I missed it. I'm sorry, y'all. Welcome to Vibe Time with Jerry. I apologize. Thanks for reminding me to do the intro. The internet went out as everything was beginning to start. So. We had some technical difficulties, but I want to welcome everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry. Um, I have John Stevens from Virginia Paranormal Events um, on the line as we speak, and I apologize for the blip in the Internet. But, you know, what do you want to do? So we are now running off a hot spot, and hopefully that will hold up until for a couple hours because Ryan and I will be doing another show at 9 o'clock. So I'll keep StreamYard on so that Ryan and I can talk. We're gonna have fun. Yeah, that sounds. On Stevens, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I never know. Uh, Either. If uh, if people are are able to hear or not, I'm not able to to. I have to call you on my phone and not turn it on on the internet because it's quite a delay so i can't i can't have the volume up on the um on facebook right right but, but there were people looking they were they had messaged me earlier and also later today about uh what's the link to listen tonight or to or to see it and I know, um, i'm guilty let me tell you what i did by accident I went I went on TikTok and created cuz I try to for all my guests I try to create a TikTok a short TikTok video and I posted that instead of posting the link and I just got sidetracked so I'm glad you said something because I normally post the link for people and I just posted the TikTok video I'm guilty Well I mean we you know we we can uh we're a multi-platform um, show, so yeah, fire me. 
everything else. Just get it all going. Yep. You'll have to fire me. I'm sorry. You're, <laughs> you're the ball. I am. Um, so I don't know. I have people not, that would take uh, that one. <laughs> and we've done a couple of events lately. We we were at the cabin a week ago, and then we were this past Saturday night um, at with David Flowers down at the Manor House at Powhatan Plantation yeah. Resort, Williamsburg, and um, it's always just a good time to get down with David and mm-hmm. and and just it's like going back home and and uh, feel like that's such a uh, something that should be a part of part of the routine, you know, just. Yeah, I'll, I'll get down there once a month. I'm sure David Flowers, you know, wouldn't mind. Yeah, and it's that'll uh, be my it's a, it's a good place to investigate. It is, and you know, I was running the body cam, and I know that I sent some stuff to David yesterday. I'm off the body cam, and I know that some of the stuff that's in there looks like dust. And some of it looks like little, you know, maybe like little gnats or something flying around. I don't know. I would think that if I had a gnat in my face, I would know. But there's an awful lot of orb movement there. You know, like I said, I know that there's dust particles. I get that. But there's a couple that are not dust particles in that room. And I got a really good EVP. I have not posted it yet. Um, I didn't know if David wanted me to post. I put the body cam, you know, on Facebook, you can tag one specific person. If you want only one person to see a video, you can tag them, and they, they are, you and that person are the only two people that can see it. So yesterday I uploaded body cam footage, and I sent it to him to review um, and there's a really clear-cut EVP in there off of the body cam. We didn't even do an EVP. It was just body cam footage, and you could clearly hear a male voice in there, very clear. Um, wow. So I did not – I have not posted that yet because yesterday I was trying to do a, a quick clip on it through um, – what is it called? Power Director and – Power Director is different on a laptop than it is on mobile. I can use it on my mobile phone very easily, but when I get on a PC, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with that. So I'm going to have to have Savannah help me with that. But anyway, um, I was trying to make it clean, you know, for his page, and I couldn't get it. So I was getting frustrated, and it was going on like 11, 1130 at night. It was almost midnight before I got to bed and I just was wiped out and couldn't do anything else. And then I got mad because there, there is a clear cut orb that is, it blips in and then blips out by the chair. That's what I circled in my photograph. And I did not mark the time on my log. And so now I got to go back through that body cam footage and find it. Oh, I, I remember you saying something about not um, having to go back. Um, yeah, yeah. Miss, I'm, I'm, no, not, I'm not just like one of those small children that needed a nap. I've been really bad. I, you know, I, 
I had my stuff running the entire time, but I haven't, I haven't gone back. I haven't gone and checked any of it. Um, I, well, you I know, know, I wanted Sunday to get, afraid. I wanted to see what we could get because they wasn't messing with the equipment a lot. But just because they don't play with the electronics, don't mean they're not there. You know, I felt presence is there. I clearly saw a man walk past the door when we were in, is it Eliza's room? Do I have that name right? I hope so. If not, please correct me in the comments. When we were in that room, I saw a man pass, and he was a bigger man. He wasn't little. He was bigger, and it just it just, it just caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting it. Wow. So, you know, and I told you at one point I felt like so much pressure on my head, so I knew we wasn't by ourselves, but... They just sometimes don't, I guess, want to mess with the equipment, but they're clearly there. And now, you know, by the EV, that the body cam footage, and I'm wondering, you know, thinking of that, you got your body cam too, and you had it on, so you should be able to pick up the same thing I picked up because it was clearly there. Yeah, I can't remember. I didn't run it as mu- probably as much as you did, um, but. That's the thing is I've got to go back and I've got to see, um, how you know, when when I had it running and stuff like that because I tend to forget about it. You know, I set it down. It's not on me. I just set it on the the table or something and walk away and it, yeah, it may be running. You know what, I'm going to I'm going to start doing that. And the reason why is because um, I didn't think about it until. I forgot what it was. I watched something, and it was talking about the body cam and that it's better to not have it on you because then you have a a lesser chance of somebody disputing the, you know, an you know an EVP or a recording getting interfered with. So that's why I made a decision to. Um, set it down instead of putting it on my person all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you know, the body cam does have a purpose, and there's a reason why you want it on your body as well. But um, right, because it it does give you um, kind of if you do see something, it's 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 going to back you up what your eyes saw. Right. How right? You know, and I did. I was with somebody and they were telling me that they put one on the front and the back. So, because they learned that at, uh, at St. Albans, um, one time when they were walking down the hallway, uh, it captured something crossing the hallway behind them, which they would have never seen. Yeah. Uh, And you know what you're, you're saying that I, my girlfriend Marjorie loaned me her trail cam and it's a pretty good one. And I was actually going to run that, like, behind me, figure out something behind me. I just didn't, you know, I mean, with my stuff, if, if it's not clear cut, I will, I will not post it. You know, if, I, if I'm unsure of something, I won't post it either. That's why I'm so sure about the, the orbs in the footage, the pictures that I posted, I ain't going to post something that somebody is going to sit over here and try to argue with me about or, 
something that could have possibly been my arm rubbing up on my body cam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, with uh, with you know all kinds of cameras, and there and right now, great time. It's, it's it ought to be on in everybody's arsenal for ghost hunting. Some type of camera that mm-hmm. continually runs because uh, right now body cameras are, are relatively cheap, but also things like trail cameras and and um, motion detected cameras um, that a lot of ghost hunters use and put in rooms uh, that will yeah. start to detect movement like a like a trail cam will. And yeah, that's something um, that was not available a few years ago. At least people didn't want to, didn't think about considering something like that. Right. Did you, have you ever, have you ever checked into the motion detection cameras like that do that? I mean, have you ever done that, checked into it? Uh, no, not me personally, but mine, mine was that we were, um, we were trying to do it for uh, other other reasons. It was actually for outdoor reasons that we were going to try to capture at a cemetery. Gotcha. Uh, set up a trail cam at a cemetery that we felt like there was a lot of activity at, and we were going to see what we could get at night. We got a lot of we got a lot of animals, got a lot of deer, things like that. Um, but we did get it, it. The weird thing was that kept, you know, coming on, and there'd be nothing there. So yeah, and that happened so much that that we end up having to cut that setting off because it kept uh, ringing my friend's, you know, number to let him know that it had come on and it was capturing something, and then he'd view it and it wouldn't be anything there. Well. Right, we could tell. Um, uh, so, I would like to know somebody that has that type of equipment if it's reasonable and what brand are they using to, you know, what is it that they're using? Because I I like to use things that other people use that way. I know it's not, you know what I mean. I know it's it works instead of randomly ordering something. Yeah, like I was, uh, we were talking about the other night, uh, John Sullivan uses a lot of different types of equipment and he's got as much as anybody. And, and this, and, you know, he, he's not afraid to try different things. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of times you, the best ghost hunting store can be your local home Depot. Um, you know, going in there and buying, buying stuff that can be used for ghost hunting has been known for a long time, and these ghost hunting online stores take it and put put paranormal names on them and sell them for twice as much. And uh, so it's all those all those types of cameras and the motion detection cameras and the ones that make sounds when they when they capture something or when you enter the room or cross a beam or uh, they're all amazing and. And I think yeah. John Sullivan really said he's very people. creative. He's on the he's on the um, comment section, and he he told me to tell you hello. And he said that he is very creative. 
I believe that. So can you help me create something if I order it? It's like twenty dollars. I don't know how to solder stuff. <laughs> well, I tell you, uh, <laughs> uh, our friend um, David and I's friend, our friend uh, John Doc Likens, who you need to have on your show. Gosh, you told me uh, that you you know what, and I wrote his name down. I apologize. I got sidetracked. Yeah, he had actually looked for the link tonight um, and and put it in the, one of the chats and one of the posts that I had, and he wanted yeah, to come. Sorry, and, uh, I got his name um, in my book to act. Yeah, he okay. He said we can make stuff. it happen. Sounds he, good to me. Yeah, he 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 makes all all of his equipment, and he so he's really time and energy to, to mess with those kinds of things and I think it helps him out too um, and he knows what he's doing he, he, and he's learned and he's taught himself and he's got lots of uh, you know ideas about things and is able to look at pieces of equipment and learn how to break them down and how they tick and then yeah. figure out well I can make this myself so, you know, if you can make, if you can, like, for instance, he's he's told me that, uh, you know, he makes his own um, REM pods and things like that. You know, that, and he tells me how they're, what, you know, what they're made of and how, and you can buy this piece of equipment, this piece of equipment and put it all together. And, um, of course, that's all over my head, but for somebody yeah, like him... Um... Where to get parts. Brandon Johnson said that John Sullivan has enough gear to make the whole state light up. <laughs> I love the I, I love the picture when um when Sully was going to uh getting ready to I believe it was the they were going to the Hensdale house and he had this picture and it was just seemed like case after case after case was all lined up and loaded up and and uh, but that's the truth. I mean, it's it's cool to to hang out with somebody like that who. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't even know if he has a favorite piece of equipment other than his recorder, um, because he he does use everything that he's got. He uses the whole arsenal. That is awesome. And, and you know what? When you when you have a place like Bell Grove and you can go in and. And and set things up. Um, uh, you put things in the doorways that will trigger something if something crosses the doorways, and then you've got in another room you've got motion detector um, cameras that come on if something enters the room or if it messes with it, or you know, you're you're just covering all your bases. Right. Uh, you know, we tend to think like. The ghosts are going to be where we're at, and right. A lot of times, you know, like I did the other night, is I like putting equipment, especially like a REM pod, which is loud enough. Right. Put it in the hallway in the other room or something like that, and you can hear it go off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they'll do is they'll mess with you and start causing things to go off in other places, and that's pretty cool. You know, well, uh, it would be nice to like John Sullivan. You know, 
he knows, it seems like he knows equipment very well, and so does um, John Savage. Both of them know equipment. I would like to get some equipment, like, from the Home Depot arsenal. <laughs> yeah, or Amazon or things like that, you know, that they uh... – um, I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I'll just order the parts and make the stuff myself, like be able to make a REM pod um, or be able to make a boo bear or something but like that. I, um, I can't think of his name right now. Um, John Sullivan said that they have they that um, we do have some gear. I like a little bit of everything. I spread things out to try and capture movement throughout everything is what John Sullivan said. But there was a guy, yeah. um, Kenny Biddle, I think, that I did a show on Crossroads with, and he sent me a link or photograph, a picture of something that you can get off of Home Depot, that you can get at Home Depot, and it was like 20 bucks, and you just have to solder it. It's almost like, an, it, it, I guess it would read EMF. I'm not sure. i got to look at what it was, but... He's like, people spend a lot of money on this, and this is what it is, something simple, not expensive. Yeah, the I tell you the other thing, and, and Brandon uh, kind of jumped in on it, is, um, you know, making things are capable um, because, you know, be, having cameras to be able to see in the dark is really the right. key. And that's just, we're just touching the iceberg on that. You know, it's 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 it really is the tip of the iceberg, uh, because and and I'll, that just brings me to another point. It's kind of a little bit off subject, but I remember Justin Terry. I was listening to him give a, a talk, uh, and it, it might have been on one of the. Um, Podcast with the uh, with the guys from from the Tennessee Rape Chasers. He was on there, and he brought up an interesting thing about infrared and night, you know, night vision or night capable uh, vision um, ability on the equipment that we use. And he felt that. And, and I don't know if he's if he's done experiments or things like that, but he felt like that it could actually scare ghosts off. And he's he he doesn't like to use it. Hmm. And he feels like the lights that we use, the our lights and the uh, you know which is infrared and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, they see very well, or it, it, it. He felt like it, almost like it, it hurt them, or something like that. Or if it, if it, uh, they became irritated with it. And you know, we, I, I had never heard it put that way. And he doesn't use it because he feels like they. He was saying that in in, in investigations. He was having people – he was getting more activity once he turned all the IR equipment off. That's when the activity yeah. really increased. 
Sometimes so I said, wonder, you know, when I turn it on, it all slows down. When I turn it off, it all picks back up again. And so, yeah, I wonder about that. If they get irritated with equipment, or is it just best to use like really sometimes basic stuff like David Flowers when he does his tour? His stuff is, you know, just your kit, you know, your beginner kit, flashlight, K2 meter, recorder, phone recorder, um, grid, S7 box, you know, just REM pod, just like simple stuff, not complicated stuff. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and, and it, it's good uh, to really, you know, we, I, I tend to love EVPs and listening to all that because that's very in the moment type of thing. But uh, we use other equipment and we use it to, to, to trigger us, uh, our senses that something's in the room with us. Uh, you know, like if a, if an EMF is going off or if a REM pod is going off, signaling to us that something's in the room or something's happening near us. And, but there are, there are other pieces of equipment and EDI that, that um, it can be used as a data logger as, as, as it's listed there, you know, uh, and can capture all kinds of things. And that's, and that's what uh, I learned something like with uh, uh, the, uh, the, you know, paranormal medic, uh, Chris uh, Balasoni, he, he says with his equipment where he, he has a uh, paranormal EKG, you know, a heart monitor, he was actually finding out that this thing was going off, and I'm just going to make it really simple. But basically, it's going off and making registered uh, and logged information that something was about to happen about two to three seconds before an EVP came through. So this heart monitor was going off prior to the actual us hearing the EVP. And that was pretty consistent, and we don't know the reason why. We we don't know if 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 it's hooked up to someone, if their body is actually registering something before it actually happens. Well, that's neat. But, but that that is really cool if you think about it. That is something that is beyond our right now our mental capability to understand. Um, Robert Bradley, kind of getting scientific here, but when they go in and and Brad talks about setting up all this equipment all over his house and then leaving, and they're they're logging things like, um, you know, you know things like gravity fields and and right. and the, when they get they get EVP 
you know, they they're trying to see if there's a correlation between, you know, something that's, uh, you know, like a uh, trifold meter, or something that, um, you know, motion detected. What else is going on at that same time? And they're able to log all of this information, and just and just keep capturing that same information over and over and over again, you know, so that maybe in 15 or 20 years, all of this information can be put into a computer and spit out and it will give us a much more defined uh, description of what happens when we get, something paranormal going on. I mean, it will be like truly paranormal, but it will be more defined than ever. Right yeah. Now, we and just I take approach to ghost hunting. We really do. We just like, well, oh. we're going to try this, this, and this, and hope something we're going to throw all this stuff against the wall and hope something sticks. Yeah. And I've, I've been negligent in leaving my notebook that I, I have a log book for the different places that I go and I have been negligent and left it on the table. I have not brought it with me to document stuff, which, you know, I normally put in my bag. And the last few times I have accidentally left it at the house, not meaning to, because I like to carry my log book. Yeah. And that's and that's good, you know. I, I know somebody else that you know that carries a uh, that does a diary of things that yeah. they experience events because we tend to forget about it. Um, we do, and you and, think that you and you know. I was thinking, okay, well, maybe with the body cam, I'll remember stuff. But it's it's just so much easier to carry the notebook there and then just log stuff right then and there instead of sitting over here. Because as many times as I've been to the manor house or manor house, manor house, I need to start logging the experiences there because there's quite a few experiences there. Yeah, when is it happening? When, where is it happening? What experiences are did you have prior or be, or right after it happens? You know, all of that right. is key. Right. Uh, I mean, you captured some really good stuff at the Manor House. So have I. But I mean, as far as like recently, since you've just started going, you've gotten some pretty amazing things there. And yeah. You, I'm not as diligent as other people as far as going back and being, and you know, really put my nose to the grindstone and sit there and listen hour after hour of you know, what I had uh, recorded. And, but there are those that really, uh, they do that dirty work and they're in there just, uh, you know, kind of, you know, really digging in. And and, uh, if they, if they put it on recorder, they're going to go back and listen to it. They're not going to, they're not going to get behind or they're not going to forget about it. They're going to be really diligent about uh, reviewing all the evidence that they they spent so much time trying to gather. Right. I, I just wonder how many times I've missed stuff because I never went back and listened. 
Right. You know. If I, yeah, I I'm guilty I mean, of that too now because I accident um not accidentally I have a lot of footage from Old House Woods and Kimberly, you know, she's like, have you re have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? And I get sidetracked and no, I haven't. I have not looked at our research from the last time we investigated there, and so that is my my fault, and I still haven't done the other place that John Savage and D.C. O'Rourke and I, I started to, and then I got sidetracked, you know, and it's on, still on my camera. I just got, I just got sidetracked, but something told me to do the one from Saturday. It was like, you know, something's like, you need to look at this, so it wasn't, I felt that I needed to look at that right now, and now I know why. There's just so much stuff going on when we were thinking that okay, they're not messing with these equi- they're not messing with the equipment, but we wasn't alone, and that's just it. Just it, I was in shock when I was reviewing my stuff last night. I, I told David Flowers I was I was in shock, really. Did you feel like things were happening um, while we were just? sitting around shooting the bull? Yes. Okay. Yes, and that and things were happening. Um, you know, like I said, I understand a lot of people dispute orbs and things like that, and I get the dust particles and bugs and stuff like that, but some of this is not that. You could, it's moving too slow. It's not a... It's moving so slow. The one that was behind me in that picture that I that I just I screenshotted it pretty much. It it's moving so slow. It's not a dust particle. It, it, there's no just no way. It's just moving too slow for it to be a dust particle or even a damn bug. It's too slow. Mm. But I I've downloaded yeah. everything on a flash drive for David to have. Um, and Dave, you know, he's saying the EVP was at the very beginning, right after we said hello, and it was very shortly after that. There was there's a male voice, and there was a male presence that walked past the door before we started stuff. Just as we were getting into starting things, there was a male there. He was tall. He was not short. He had on a white shirt, and I caught light beige like pants, but not the modern pants that we wore today and he had grayish short hair he was clean, he was a clean cut male hmm. and he stood over 6 feet so you know, and that's what out, out the corner of my eye so it's just weird i'm not saying not weird but it just it just all kind of falls together. I just would be curious on who it, who it is. And all of this was up when we were upstairs. Is that right? When, that EVP that you captured after you said hello, that was that upstairs. Um, yes, in Liza's Liza's room. Okay, so I do have. I do have. Um, quite a bit of recording from in that when we were up there. So I'm going to go back and listen and review the, the, the camera. Um, mm-hmm. I had my, I did have, uh, 
a camera running at that same time as well. So yeah, I'll, you did. I'll definitely do that now that y'all. I think, John, you had your body cam running in the beginning the same time I did. So you should, if I remember correctly, you put yours on the same time I put mine on. We just had it at two different angles. I had mine at one angle, and you had yours at another angle, but they were all both on the same table, but just at different angles. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you were speaking of orbs. You know, shout out to David Flowers, who probably has the best orb video I've ever seen in my life when he, he captured that thing down in the basement. Um, that yeah. video is is amazing. And he used to show it uh, there when he would do his, his ghost tours. Um, he would set up the, the monitors, and he would have that playing. I believe he still has it on his laptop, which he will show people. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how I first saw it was when he had it on the big monitor where he captured. It, it's just a, it's just amazing. It's no way yeah. it's dust or, or bug or anything. It's it's like really large, softball size. Right. It looks like that as it comes right, from that's one why I'm, that's part of the room. Sharing that it's an that some of the stuff in the video in the body cam footage is orbs. I I feel it in my bones. I'm not just sitting over here, you know, making shit up off the top of my head or thinking of something. You can look at it. You'd have to look at it and it's just like you know, example when you old house woods would be a perfect example when people would go out there and shoot photographs. There are orbs all over the place, everywhere. I have photographs and Kimberly has photographs of them literally everywhere. So what what is to say that room with the full moon was not filled with those? Because there, there are some of them that are just not, they're moving not like a fly would and not like a, not, not like a piece of dust. <laughs> but review your camera footage and see what you're getting on that. Now mine was set to night vision. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, if mine was or not. I kept messing with it, kept messing with it. Um, I finally just sat it down because I was getting enough. I think I was getting enough light through the room because I was kind of irritated. Mm-hmm. Of course, my battery tends to to really drain when I run the extra uh, IR capability stuff, and it's. Um, but I'll go back and, and, and check it out. You know, I have this, um, you know, I love doing EVPs probably more than anything. I just have felt like that that is like something that can be an instantaneous uh, and very satisfying uh, spur of the moment capture that you don't have to go back and wait hours to 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 find. It can, it can be right. very instantaneous when you ask three questions and you replay the three questions and you get something. It it can be so satisfying and gratifying, um, right? And instantaneous and so quick and so easy, right? That it, that it's pretty cool, and it's and it and it 
that's why I like to do it. I could do it all day long, you know. Um, you know, and but it's not the only thing. You know, it's obviously there are other pieces of equipment that are just going to give you um, non really non audible, but right. sensory um, evidence. You know, and and that, and that can be cool in its way too. But it's we all like. Uh, I doubt if we had cameras set up everywhere, we might be able to capture something. But you know, most most of us will go our whole life without without ever seeing a um, a, a ghost. You know, physically, with their own eyes. Okay. Or shadow figure, or anything like that. Um, most of us will go a whole lifetime with never seeing that, and that's perfectly fine. Not everybody's going. Yeah, to most that. of y'all. Yeah. Um, some of us glance at it. Some of us see it. Like you know, I've been with people that say that. They saw a child walk across a room, and they wondered why everybody else didn't see it. And maybe, I mean, I wasn't looking in that direction, so maybe I would have seen it if if, if I had been looking in that direction. But Yeah, I have in Urbana, I have stopped at the crosswalk to let a man cross the street that was in full form that dissipated at right when I stopped at the crosswalk. It happened to me in Urbana and it happened to me in Williamsburg. I was leaving with my mom and the kids and I was, we were leaving Duke of Gloucester street and there was a woman with a, like, I don't know, a Victorian style dress. It was a white dress with a old fashioned, you know, baby stroller, carriage, whatever. And I stopped to let her cross the street, and my mom asked me what I was doing. I said, I'm stopping to let the lady cross the street, and as soon as I did that, she dissipated. And I can show you the exact spot where she was at. Every time I drive past it, I'm like, she fooled me good, because she was she was not transparent. She was a per, It was a person that I'm stopping for. Weird you know, and, and some people get, some people capture that stuff on video. Some people capture it with pictures. You know, I have, but I didn't see it with my eyes. So, right. Um, I guess I'm 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 lucky enough that I've I've been able to capture something uh, pretty amazing um, just by sheer luck. You know. Yeah. Uh, and there are people that are out there that really are just, you know, they are doing, you know, tens of thousands of hours a year, you know, of, of video to, to try to capture one one little thing. And, um, you know, but and some people see things all the time. So I don't know. You know, there are people that say they, they've seen Bigfoot, you know, 10 times in their lifetime. 
Well, there are people that are actively out there looking for Bigfoot and have been for years and have never seen one. Seen so, them, yeah. I can't explain those two ends of the space. I can't explain. No, the you two really ends can't. David Flower said that shadow figure that you caught is amazing, that you caught at the manor house. And 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 that was a very small shadow figure. You know, if you looked at it uh, height wise, it was only, it was less than four feet or around four feet tall. Yeah, that's um, a really cool. That's you really know, it was cool. more like a child type of uh, shadow figure or something, you know. Um, but that thing at the basement of the Brick Rancher last week at the cabin on 360 was uh, massive. Yeah. Uh, ceiling to floor. So, yeah. Massive. We got, let me see how much time we got left. We got about nine minutes left in the show. Talk about that because you've never had that experience like that. So can you like briefly touch on what happened to you at the cabin in the basement? Yeah, so I'm down there and there are. Um, see, I'm I'm sitting at a table. Um, I had set my stuff up on a table, and I was sitting at it like I was sitting at a desk at school. You know, everything's on in front of me, and I'm watching the group that's in front of me. And I, I am um, a few feet away from the wall, the wall that that is closest to 360. Uh, so we, there are windows at the top of the basement, you know, that sometimes you can see light that comes in from the cars that pass by. The, and I'm looking at the people in front of me, even though I can't really see it because it's it's kind of dark, but you know, with the, with the yeah, equipment and the light, it, get, it does, your eyes adjust and you do get enough light from those things to, to be able to see where everybody's at. Um, and actually, you see, actually, I was feeling, seeing pretty good since we had been down there for a while. But I mm-hmm. uh, uh, was, you know, we, we had some equipment that was kind of going off I did have a REM pod that was behind me on the floor, but that never went off. And I had my, um, I did not have my trail cam. Um, I did not have my body cam on. Um, I did have EMF and things like that sitting out in front of me. But out of the corner of my eye, I've tensioned that I should look to my left, which is the wall. Um, that would be closest to 360. Mm-hmm. And I saw a massive dark object that passed very fast by me, but was not on the wall. It was not a ref- it was not a shadow on the wall. And, in fact, if it had been, that would have been pretty amazing, too, because that's not the light. There's no light that comes from the back side of the house that would cause a shadow onto that wall. So there would there would never be a shadow on that wall that I'm talking about mm-hmm. because there are no lights that would show shadow that would reflect a shadow onto that. That shadow went by me. 
very fast, but it was massive. So it caught my mm-hmm. corner of my eye, and when I looked over there, I only saw it for about a second, but it was from the ceiling to the floor. And it when it when it went by me, it went from behind to the front of me really fast along that wall, not on the wall, but along parallel you know parallel to the wall, and then um, uh, forgive me, I can't remember her name. She had been Vanessa. Uh, yeah, Vanessa, and she started laughing, and then she, but it, you know. It, it just she didn't stop. She just kept laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing, and then it became like, "What's going on?" You know. Mm-hmm. And she was—I wouldn't say possessed, but she was being um, affected by what right. possibly had just passed by me, and went to her. Right. Because it happened right after I saw it, that's when it starts with her. It was boom, boom. That's how fast. Mm-hmm. And so she starts laughing, and and the other girl has to come over and kind of snap her out of it. Um, um, that was Gwen. So that, that it was kind of a one-two quick punch that happened, and... That was really the first time I'd ever seen a shadow figure that apparent, that big, that uh, massive, and also that clear that went by me. So I can't really – I know sometimes I've been in some dark rooms and I've seen some things move around, but, you know, uh, I'm more of a skeptic when that kind of thing happens because – I know how your eyes can play tricks on you, and you want to see something so bad. And sometimes if if there are multiple light ways that light can enter a room, hey, things can happen, and things can, can cause you to uh, see things kind of shift in the room. And But not everything is always paranormal. Sometimes it's just uh, a kind of unexplained light source. That can cause a right. shadow, right? But this wasn't that. This was right. This was something that was not a shadow on a wall. This was a shadow that moved independent of a surface, right? John so Savage typically a shadow on a wall needs a wall to show its surface. You know. This was not on a surface. This was something that just went by me. Right. And I, I yeah. was kind of like stunned at the moment. You know, I didn't right. know what to. I didn't know what to say. And that's not the norm for you either. As far as seeing no, I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a pretty big skeptic as far as a lot of things. Well, I'm, I wouldn't say skeptic. Uh, definitely not a skeptic. I am because a skeptic always seems to have to be proven that things are, are that they they're really closed minded. I'm not a skeptic. I'm very open minded. Um, right. I just question a lot of things just because I don't want to ever want to be 
accused of being one of these people that just believes everything is paranormal when you know it's not. You just simply right. know it's not. There yeah, are things I, I can't explain. Or not. But that mean it's paranormal. Right. Uh, but um, when you get a chance, you know, can you, when you get a chance, can you post that picture? Because I, I thought I had it saved in my phone, the one that you took at the manor house. There's a few people that want to see that. Yeah, if they go to Virginia Paranormal Events, that's the main picture on the page. That's right. If you go to um, his Virginia Paranormal Events page, it's it's actually your cover, isn't it? It's the cover page. I just have I used to switch cover pages all the time. I just left it yeah. up there now because. But you know, I've had people look at that and say, "I don't see nothing," and I'm like, <laughs> "I, I, I mean, I take see it for granted." I'm like, "How do you not you don't see, see that the yeah. in the doorway?" Yeah, how do you not see that figure? you got to be blind as a fucking bat. Excuse my language. But we got to get yeah, ready to wrap it up. I got less say, 20 seconds on. I, on. Say, I don't see nothing. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate you joining me as usual. It's always a short time. Yeah, and, you know, uh, if you go to my webpage, not only the Facebook page, the webpage, uh, Jeff Watts does a great job with that. And yeah. and he puts a lot of stuff other than than but just Virginia stuff on there. There's a lot of articles and and links to things on there. Uh, VirginiaParanormalEvents.com. And I'll get it. Uh, we'll I'll put it on. I'm going to Streamyard. Going to switch over to Ryan. Okay. All right. Well, thank you and Merry Christmas. Thank you all. Y'all have a great show. Okay. Thank you. All right. See. All right. Peace out.
Well, Merry Christmas to all you freaks out there. This is Ryan here, and I am playing solo because the girls are sleeping right now with RJ. And, uh, yeah, we've had a pretty uh, interesting day. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring uh, Jerry onto the show here. Um, yeah, so we had a very interesting day here at the – uh, Casa de Freak. Started off, you know, innocent enough. You know, we were making Christmas cookies and doing all the whole, like, Christmas thing. And then, well, earlier, actually it happened earlier, RJ decided that he was going to be super hyper and was jumping on the bed. Uh-oh. And uh, he jumped on Andy, bounced off the side of the bed, and hit his head on a drawer. So, I have done uh, that. We noticed it was bleeding. Yeah, I noticed it was bleeding, but, you know, we figured we'd let it go for a little bit, see if it stops. And uh, so we started making Christmas cookies, and uh, I think Angie picked him up or something, and, he, and she put her, her hand on the back of his head, and he was still bleeding. So he had to go to the doctor's office. So there, we were there for a few hours, and pretty much I just walked in the door when I got the message from you about uh, – no internet about uh, yeah the internet yeah so we watched the yeah, Aristocats my streamyard everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I don't know about streamyard because seems never we do we're it, on streamyard right now we're on something. your show we're on blog talk but I still I kept streamyard on because I still have people on here oh sweet I've got people on my on my live feed too what's up guys welcome to the freaking awesome oh. Christmas special. Yeah, we well, got all kinds okay. of Hopefully I'm not echoing over on your stream yard. Or RJ. He's good. He, uh, you know, trying to keep him patient or uh, not tearing down the walls in the hospital or doctor's office room for about two or three hours wasn't fun. Yeah. But, uh you know, when they finally came in, they put a little eye spec on the back of his head and um, and then put two tables in, put some numbing stuff on his head. And, you know, he's, uh, his, he just found out yesterday his one of his teachers has COVID. So he's in a, on a 10-day quarantine right now. Yeah. Our, yeah. Yeah. That quarantine. I mean, perfect timing, Christmas, you know. But I guess it is what it is. So, yeah, to say I'm not really, like, not really have much planning into the show, it's really, you know, I really, usually I was going to, like, just spend the next the few hours before the show getting stuff together. But since I wasn't here, you know, we should get quiet about the state of our pants. You know, we should well, have know, some fun. Well, you know, talk about the Christmas stuff I was, um, I made today – because, you know, I've watched a lot of TikTok videos. So I yeah. made um, firehouse crackers. Have you ever had those? Firehouse what? Firehouse crackers. Have you ever had those? I have not had those. Those are really good. Like, they are so easy to do. It's not even funny. Like, you get, you know, the saltine crackers, the reg- the box, yeah. the original saltine crackers, no crap. The original box, and you take um, you got to get a big Ziploc gallon bag, 
and you put two cups of vegetable oil in it, two packets of ranch dressing, some like pepper, onion powder, garlic, and some like red pepper flakes, and then you dump all four sleeves of the crackers in there, and you like not necessarily shake it, but you kind of like massage the oil into the crackers, and you let it sit overnight. And uh-huh. it makes them really crispy and good, and it almost tastes like ranch-flavored Cheez-Its. That sounds really good. Of course, I am super hungry. Really right? good. I haven't eaten tonight, but, man, I think my my sister had, like, a pack, a, crack, a cracker seasoning package. I think it was, might have been called firecracker things, but it was, like, one of those pre-made things where you just, you Yeah, know, they're addicting. Like, you, you really got to watch it. They're addicting. And so from now on, when we go to, when we have, like, little events and we're required to bring food, that's what I'm bringing. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, you know, you know, we need snacks. We're going to yeah, an investigation. We need snacks. And this, this sounds like something that, that would be a hit for sure. Yeah, that, I mean, they, they really are. They, they won't even. And the funny thing is, is you think that the crackers get soggy. Because you're putting them, you're mixing it, and it has to be vegetable oil. Yeah. Because olive oil ain't going to work. Um, but you would think that it would get them soggy, but they, they're they not soggy. They're, like, very crispy. They're, like, more crispier than the cracker itself. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what caused I, I was, it not to go soggy. Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, I, you know, yeah, so that was what I made today, along with cocoa bombs. Have you had those? I have not had cocoa bombs. Okay, cocoa bombs. I didn't make those. I bought them from a friend that was making them, and you, it's like a ball of chocolate, but it has stuff shoved into it, like marshmallows and cocoa like and stuff like that. Something? Yeah, I love those little things. That was fun. Like RJ would like that if it had marshmallows in it because if the hot when the hot water or milk hits it, the marshmallows yeah. just go. Poof. It's really cool. I've I've heard of those. When you when you said that, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't didn't register what it was, but I've I've heard of those. I've seen them. Yeah, before. Those I've are, never actually tried them. Yeah, I will have to um, get a couple when I know I'm going to see y'all and bring them to you because they're really fun to um, – they're just fun to do. Like, my kids don't really yeah. like sweet, sweet, sweet. This is, this is sweet. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. you got to have the right size mug for it, too. But, um, yeah, we enjoyed that also. It reminded me of – crack donuts that you get in Indiana. <laughs> crack donuts? That's what it me of. <laughs> Have you ever had crack like, donuts? I've never had a crack donuts. Are they like super addictive or something? Oh, my gosh. Now, let me tell you about the crack donuts in Indiana. Okay. So there's these Amish people that make these donuts, and they're kind, they are like cinnamon. Okay. So you mm-hmm. get them, they're even different than the donuts at the 360. They're so different. Well, when you bite into them, the cinnamon goes poof all over your face. Like, it just uh, poofs right on you. 
so we so call them crack donuts. You're like a you're like a powdered donut. You look like you look like a cokehead, pretty much. Uh, pr- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you like know, a, they like won't. They're not good the next day. They're only good when they make them fresh that day. Like when my brother sends them to my mom for Christmas, he has to overnight them because, like, within two days, they don't taste good anymore. Like, I miss the crack donuts. If my brother is watching this, I really miss the crack donuts. Yeah, I mean, I've. I've we used to, we get Krispy Kremes here on a regular basis, and if you don't eat them like after like two days or at least the next day, they're not very good. I don't know yeah. if it's just a donut thing, but yeah, either eat them fresh. And, or and the, the sad next part day. is, is you can't get them those donuts. You can, they mm-hmm. don't make them in Virginia. They don't. I have looked. I can't find them anywhere. We get them in Fort Wayne, Indiana, when we go. So if you have any excuse to visit Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne is beautiful. Uh, now you can go get some donuts there. So, you know, you can get some cracked donuts. Put some yeah, eat some cracked donuts. Yep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Phoenix, Fort Wayne, Indiana. We love that place. Yeah. Cracked donuts. Huge Indiana fans here on the Freaking Awesome Show. Yeah. Home so, of the cracked uh, donuts. So, yeah, my sister said they melt in your mouth, and that is the truth. They really do. Yeah. Like, now, so now we're going to have to hit my brother up and say, hey, send us a box of cracked donuts. Yeah, and then you're going to have to have me, let me know when you're going to do that so I can drive, we can drive down there uh-huh. know, and we can have one. It's, it's, it's a very limited, yeah. like, time that it's going to be good. Yeah, you can't. Rotting. Yeah, you can't. I, I don't even think, even if we, like, went there to visit – and drove, well, we normally drive straight through. I don't take breaks when I drive to Indiana. I just drive straight through. I don't even know how good they would be. They Like my brother, like I said, he overnights them things. Like he'll go and get them to, at the store and overnight them. We just got, well, we'll be taking uh, a road trip to Fort Wayne, Indiana. I know yeah. sure there's some haunted locations. I know there's some haunted locations in Indiana we could, we could all go to. Oh, yeah. heck yeah. They had, um, my brother doesn't live far from, all right, y'all, put it in the comments because I can't think of it, or Tina will message me. The guy's house that was in the mafia, he had a bunch of houses all over the place at Dillinger? one point. Huh? John Dillinger? Was it Dillinger? Or Al Capone? Uh, I think that's it, yeah. My brother yeah. doesn't live far yeah. from one of his houses. Beautiful house. Yeah. So well, Indiana's got a bunch of, and they got a bunch of paranormal stuff and they got one big gigantic cemetery. You know, my mom always her saying is hold your breath at a cemetery. She's very superstitious, so whenever she passes a cemetery she holds her breath because she thinks that if you breathe in that spirit will, can enter your body, so she always holds her breath. She's from Europe. My mom's from Mainz, Germany, and that's just what they do there. People are very superstitious. So when we went to Indiana, there is a cemetery, and I swear it's bigger than Hollywood Cemetery. It's miles upon miles of cemetery, and I'm like, Mom, are you going to hold your breath for that amount of miles? And she was oh trying to gosh. hold her breath. But it. <laughs> Yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid, hold my breath. So I was like, if I hold my breath, okay, then the people when the people in the graveyard won't won't, won't know I'm alive. They'll think I'm dead. So 
they will come after me if I'm if I'm not breathing. Then I'm not. They'll be like, oh, he's not alive. You know, he can he can right. go on. Yeah, that's so, so that funny. Yeah, uh, but that's superstition. I mean, my mom is, like I said, super superstitious. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm probably way more superstitious than I think I am, just because yeah. you know I just do stupid stuff that oh well yeah you know. It's yeah, and down to the blackbirds in the yard. God help you if you've got blackbirds in your yard and they cover the yard, like you know how crows like to fly in yards at certain seasons. Well, she, yeah. she, if she sees crows in people's yards, they're gonna die. I mean, that's just what that's just her deal right there. <laughs> that dude. When I was leaving yeah. the cabin, when I met Gwen and Vanessa, uh, Friday before we went, they did their Christmas thing. I was looking out, looking at the black in the at the um, rancher, and there were three crows flying around in front of the rancher. I, I was leaving. Yeah. I like crows though. Now, now that what they mean, I'll be avoiding crows. Yeah, like the plague. Jody Nettle said, "Lift their feet over the under um, when they go by railroad tracks. We lifted our feet in the car when we go over railroad tracks." Who else has got superstitions out there? I'm curious to know what everybody else's are. You kiss the ceiling, like kiss, kiss her hand and kiss the ceiling when I go through red lights. I have not done that. Can I ask you a question? That's wild. Do you? All right, do what you, other ask you a question real quick. You got? Do you enjoy candy canes? Uh huh. At Christmas time. Yeah. Nothing like a good candy cane, you know. Yeah. But what if I told you there are some weird flavored candy canes out there that you need to try or don't need to try depending on your point of view. I've got 12 weird candy cane flavors to try this year. Oh, wow. You've got, you've got bacon candy canes. Oh, I want to try one of those. Save me one of those. Flavored everything out. out. Uh, I've I, I tried bacon flavored like mint. Uh, I've never tried bacon flavored candy. I've tried bacon flavored uh, cotton candy before. That's more like just a, one of the smoke flavors, you know. Mm-hmm. This is probably what these are. Uh, Funfetti candy canes, which are probably just super sweet. That sounds Funfetti super like sweet. Cake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dill pickle I would like candy canes. I bacon dipped in chocolate. That. There we go. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make that. Yeah. I think pickle flavored candy doesn't really taste very good. It's always like just sweet. Like a little hint of dill, but then once you get past it, it's all sugary. So, yeah, pickle candy cane. See, I had pickled. I did make chocolate covered pickles. And they were good. I would, I would like that. Um, I thought keep, they were delicious. You know, keep the dill. Like when, when I went to Sonic, the, the the pickle slushy at Sonic, and it was like all oh, really excited because it just like tastes like dill pickles, but it's like a hint of dill. But then you just got the slushy part, and it was all it was all like sugary and stuff. So I would like to try some chocolate pickles though. 
Yeah, when I did the when I tried the chocolate covered pickles, it kind of it didn't it it took some of the dill taste out. And I only did I only did it half. I thought I sent you a picture of that when I was doing chocolate covered pickles. It was no. last year. I mean, you may have. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's been so long ago, I mean, but I, yeah, can. you take I mean, pickle chips and, and chocolate. And so, you know what? You're just having a lot of – you're just bringing a lot of food up to the cab. You need to, you need to do another event just so I can eat some of the stuff you're, you're – uh, I'll make up I'll make it an event just so I can have your food. <laughs> you know what I miss is Melissa's um, – the wraps that she would get, you know what I'm talking about with the, um, oh my gosh, it was like a wrap, but it was a nutritious wrap. That's what I missed from her. Those were good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What, you know what I'm talking well, about? I can't need, remember. You to invite her. Wrap. To the next yeah, so she can bring food too. Yeah, like Melissa think, is the uh, ultimate cook. Pretty sure Melissa's birthday is in January, so maybe we'll do something for that. Yeah, she the day she died. Good stuff. Oh Who's my god! Like I at her house. But you know, we could we could bring some mac and cheese flavored candy canes because apparently those are a thing. I have not had uh, those. I've not had those either. I need to Mac get like some of these things. Where did you like get those? Weird candy canes. I need. I don't know. It's, they're from they're from a a company called Archie McSpee. and uh, yeah. they got Fruit Loops flavored candy canes, which I don't think sounds bad. Just fruity flavored. That's not really weird candy canes. Yeah, I uh, now see. I I could try that. You like mushrooms? I do. Well, they have a shiitake mushroom flavored candy cane. That's uh, interesting. So that sounds delightful. Hot tamales. That's weird. Cinnamon. Ooh, what is really it? Weird. Uh, Did you say tamales? Cinnamon flavored candy cane. Oh, I gotta try that. You gotta save me at least one of each. Hey, I'm not. Hey, How these many? Are, these are. Act. You know, if I if I had these right now, I'd be eating them right now on the camera. But I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at uh, a website here. Gotcha. Trust me. If I had these things, I would definitely be doing a flavored candy cane. For all you ketchup lovers who just, just want to eat ketchup, do you imagine a ketchup flavored candy cane? There. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Uh, but not making fun of all you ketchup heads out there. We love you. We'll be yeah, there's a lot of people uh, that like it. Flavored. Yeah, so there's a lot of people flavored. that like ketchup. They do. They just fucking squirt in their mouth. I know. You know, but you're not judging you. You're just fine. I suppose that was mustard. You like you like mustard? Yeah. I had a must. We had, we bought a mustard flavored soda at this place called Rocket Fizz downtown Cary Street. Angie and I did, and we did a video of us drinking the said soda, and it was not good. Ugh, I can't imagine that. Yuck. Uh, how about a how about a ham flavored candy cane? 
Nah. Go along with your bacon flavored candy cane. I could do. I could probably do the bacon flavor, but not. Not. I don't know if I could stand the ham. Ugh. No. What else do they got? They're, they're called a hamdy cane. H a m d y hamdy cane. Uh, clam decane, yes, clam flavor candy canes. There. I don't know if I could do clam. They got any oyster ones? I mean, I'm pretty sure they all taste the same. I don't know if there was like a particular clam flavor. Uh, how do you crispy like cream. <laughs> crispy cream? That'd be nice. Yeah, crispy cream flavored candy cane. I know I've seen them. You know, Krispy Kreme. I said it'd be nice to try to have those instead of these clam flavored candy canes. I need, I've seen these before. I need to get these sometime. And Oreo flavor. Why is that even on there? Oreo. Oreo candy cane. Yeah, how's it's not exactly a weird candy cane flavor. That's weird. What's your favorite uh, Christmas? What's What's your favorite Christmas, like, candy? Uh, I don't know. There's so many. I like cinnamon is my favorite for Christmas time. Here's something I found on the Oops, web. Sorry. According to chocolatecoveredkady.com. <laughs> no, you ain't buying anything, Alexa. Hold on. Alexa decided she wanted to come on one. Hey, it's all good. Special guest, Alexa. Yeah, we ain't buying anything, Alexa. Look, she looked it up. Cinnamon is my favorite for me. Isn't that sweet? No, we don't need her purchase, inadvertently purchasing me cinnamon candy. Hey, you know what? It's, it's, it's that time of year. But, you know, it's my favorite. I will. I can take, um, like I make cinnamon tea, mostly, you know, mm-hmm. in the wintertime, and I will take those cinnamon sticks, you know, cut them up or whatever, break them up, make cinnamon tea from the sticks, and then I actually eat the wood from the cinnamon. That's awesome. Because it's really soft. And I and I did yeah. Google where you're really not supposed to do that because it's very, you know, it's woody and it can kind of get stuck in your throat, but I do it anyway. Well, I, I would say it's kind of like a bad habit. But I love cinnamon. cinnamon it's my favorite stuff. I love cinnamon. I love the smell of cinnamon, especially mm-hmm. during the holidays. Like the yeah. apple cinnamon flavors. And uh I'll burn the balsam cedar candle from uh Yankee Candle like from end of end of October through the you know, Christmas Day. Yeah. And cinnamon so Christmas those- flavors in. The red cinnamon candy, you know what I'm talking about? The little red cinnamon yeah. candies that you uh-huh. those are my favorite. Yeah, those are good. Angie's mm-hmm. is not I'll like cinnamon. Bag. I don't really I can't really yeah, I can't really do the cinnamon candles here as much as I'd like to. Because she's not a big fan of the cinnamon. But you know what? I, I'm not a big fan of the candles and stuff like the like if it was an incense or a candle, I'm not a fan of that, but I do like when I make my tea with the cinnamon sticks and I break it up. I do I can mm-hmm. tolerate that smell. I just but candles is too strong for me, then I get a headache. Oh really? Yeah. I think that might be your problem. That mm-hmm. he just gets yeah. headaches. And I can't stuff. do the cinnamon blooms either. They burn my face. I can't do those. 
The what? Cinnamon brooms. You know how they have the cinnamon brooms in oh, Food yeah. Lion, Walmart. I cannot do it. I got one in my car, but I was doing that for superstitious reasons. But I don't. I yeah. I, I don't have. I took the cinnamon smell out of it. I like left it out a long time before I put that in my car. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad it doesn't bother you. What, uh, what was the uh, superstitious reason or the, uh, well, I was going to actually try to do a, cause in Germany they have kitchen witches. And like when people come into my uh-huh. house, they think that I am a witch because of the kitchen, witches I have all over the place that when I went to Germany, I brought those back with, um, but it actually stands for good luck in Germany, so you'll see witches everywhere. So I was going to try to find me a witch online, and then I was going to connect it to the broom, the broom that I had because I liked the broom, and it didn't quite work out that way. But German Germany, with the people there, they're very superstitious of stuff, and they just think that the kitchen will bring them good luck. Yeah, I think like I think since, you know Europe has been around for a while. They have a, they but they they've kept a lot of their traditions alive yeah. from when they're you know stone ages where you know you don't want to go out past the village gate at night because you're afraid the monsters are going to get you in the woods or the the werewolf or the big bad wolf is going to get you and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of superstitions. Yeah, yeah, you'd be surprised. And like I said, when people come in here, I got witches in the kitchen. I got them hanging up on my shelf. And every single time somebody new comes to my house, that's the first thing they think is, she does witchcraft because I got the witches, but they don't know I brought all those back from Germany. Just like um, I have yeah. their little shoes. They're like little clogs that you hang up, and those are good luck too. So I brought a bunch of those back um, because they believe it's good luck, the frogs on the pennies, all that stuff. We could do a show about superstitions. Mm-hmm. Superstition. Yeah, stuff that's good luck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these days people, people need it, you know. There's still everything going on. A little bit of extra Horse luck won't, won't hurt. Yep, I've got horseshoes, ladybugs. I brought all that stuff back from Germany. Yeah, you hear people say when you want something to happen, you know, knock on wood. You know, people do suspicious, suspicious. They do suspicious stuff all the time, superstitious stuff all the time. Yeah. You sometimes not even without even realizing it, you know? Like, oh, knock on wood. Right. Yeah, exactly. I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're growing up, what was your like your favorite holiday special to watch on TV? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Yep, Charlie Brown because I always liked his little tree, which I still want to get a Charlie Brown tree. I haven't done that yet. I feel like with the with the like the advancements with like cable and streaming and everything. When I was when I was when we were kids, 
felt like some of these Christmas specials when they came on, and there were like only like three channels. You know, yeah. it, it, it felt like a big deal to me when like Rudolph came on. You know, everybody watched it because there was pretty much nothing else on. So, yeah, but, those are the those Rudolph. are the shows that I missed. Remember? Yeah. Now they did them back on, to back. Like, yeah, it was so it was so much fun because it felt like Christmas was here when you start seeing these specials, the little CBS special thing going around in circles, and you're sitting there watching watching it. It actually felt like Christmas. Uh, nowadays, it's like, well, I don't even know when it comes on. I already hear about it like afterwards, like, oh, Rudolph was on last night. Oh crap! Well, so a lot of it is a lot of it's all classic. Like what I noticed now is. Like, if you want to watch, what's the show called? Help me out, y'all. Um, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. I can't think of it. A Christmas Story. Christmas Story, you, yeah. So now you got to pay to watch that, whereas you didn't have to do that before because now it's considered, like, a classic. Yeah, I thought, well, this doesn't come on TNT, like, all day long on a Christmas Eve because Angie and I, we'll, we'll sit there, we'll wrap presents and have a Christmas Story on, uh, after you know RJ goes to bed, the kids go to bed. We'll write presents and watch a Christmas story. Yeah, uh, and see, I, I stream, so I don't I don't pay for cable anymore because I stream. Okay. I just do stream. Um, but there's some stuff that I get. But I noticed, like on my when I went to go watch it, I had to pay for it. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I wasn't happy about that. I mean, some things should just be on for free, like when I was to view deals, a Christmas story yeah. been around long enough that you shouldn't have to pay to watch it. You know, we have right. uh, you got the Apple Family plan for our phones, so mm-hmm. um, we have the Apple TV, so we were able to watch uh, the Christmas Halloween, not Christmas Halloween, God, Charlie Brown Christmas special. Yeah, I'm tired. Um. So he was able to watch that, and you could find like Rudolph and stuff on the on YouTube. Yeah, and you know those were the shows that I looked forward to growing up was because they came on back to back, and you yeah. it was like wait for those shows to come on. There is one you, you know, to watch. I mean, like, waited for them. Yeah, exactly. You're you're. It's like you knew that it, you did you did day was coming on. Use like a Wednesday or a Friday, and you would like get all your homework done and eat your food and then eat your dinner and get ready for bed. And then you'd you know sit there and we'd at least for me I'd, I'd watch him with my my mom would make us popcorn and we'd sit there and we'd watch the watch the show with like the Christmas tree mm-hmm. in the background and you know. Yeah, we days. did that too. So I'm not that much older than you. There's a um, there's this. There's this uh, show. It was about these mice that helped like bake a clock or something. That's like it was like the I think it was called Twas the Night Before Christmas. And it was a Rankin and Bass show, but it was like these mice. They this one mouse sends a letter to Santa Claus saying we count doesn't believe in you, and Santa Claus threatens to miss the skip the whole town. So the clockmaker wants to build a big clock to tell Santa we're sorry, and then the clock stops working because his mouse broke it. 
So then the mice mouse feels bad and then fixes the clock and Santa Claus comes and saves the day. But it was one of those those um those shows that you used to watch as a kid that sticks with you even though I haven't seen it in years. Like all the songs right. are in my head, I can listen to them right now, you know. And yeah. uh yeah, it's pro stuff stuff like that sticks with you. Yeah, it does. Now, did your, when you were growing up, did your mom bake cookies and stuff? Because my mom would make a hell of a lot of cookies and stolen cakes, and she'd make all this German food, which she doesn't yep. do anymore. She doesn't yeah, want them out there. she made a lot of cookies. She did, um, she'd start baking, like, on the 22nd or 23rd. And, uh, you know, she'd have, like, mint cookies and, like, those peanut butter, like, peanut butter cup cookies and chocolate chip cookies and lemon tarts and like all these like all these like those big like you know those tins where those those like Danish Danish like sugar cookies? You yeah. know one looks like a pretzel, you know, you get them you get them like a Walgreens or whatever. Um she'd fill like three or four of those tins with all these cookies and stuff. Um she loved to like make Christmas special, like you know. That's I mean, sweet. I should come to We don't appreciate it while it's happening. Does she but, still do it? Or she don't uh, well, do she it? She passed away. She, she passed, passed away. Back in Sorry. Yeah. Back in 2006. Has anybody so, picked you know. them? Hmm? Has any of y'all do picked what? up her tradition? Like her tradition? Yeah, Have we, you picked up like my sister? My sister makes, um, makes her oyster crackers and then you know, we try doing some stuff. We're also trying new things now, you know, new new traditions. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. What, Oyster crackers one of your favorite Christmas. haven't learned to do. Do you know how to make them? Uh, yeah, I can get the recipe for my sister. Yeah, I have always wanted to know how to make those because that's something I don't know how to make, but I like them. And I see other people know how to make them. Like Miss Betsy, she had them at her house that that somebody would make for her. She said they were not too difficult to make, but she passed away. So now I don't know where to get this recipe from. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the thing about, like, like you know, the holidays. I'm trying to figure out how, how I want to put this, but, like, keeping traditions alive right. uh, after people have passed on and knowing which, which ones to – to keep doing or which ones you would are like, well, maybe you should try something different. Um, yeah, I was talking, talking to uh, Witness Zahar a couple of weeks ago about Christmas traditions and stuff, and I was telling her, like, Christmas is one of those seasons where it's, like, really happy but really sad at the same time mm-hmm. because you're happy it's Christmas time, but then you start thinking about people and stuff you did before Christmas time, people who aren't here anymore. And right. It's like, kind of a juxtaposition of like, you know, happiness and sadness. Oh yeah, I mean, my mom on Christmas Eve, she and she's still alive. She just don't. There are certain things she don't do anymore. But we would go to her mm-hmm. house every Christmas Eve, and she would have like a spread of everything: German cookies, all of it, you know, and. Though you know you remember all that stuff, and it wasn't the stuff you get at Aldi's either. It was your authentic cookies because it was yeah. a whole different company. 
and she just don't do that. So now I've taken over Christmas Eve, but I'm not my mom. You know, we just do yeah. two different things. I don't know how to make all the Germans. You know, and I think a lot of times people like with your mom, my grandma, even my mom, you know, they had, they just, I don't know, they made, they made it look easy. You know, yeah. it was hard. They made it look easy. And yeah. it's like, I don't know how they did it. You know, I don't know how they, they, they took care, care of three kids and still got the house looking to wait for Christmas and still make Christmas feel like it was the most magical day of the year. Yeah, very, very stressful. stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very that's good, very stressful Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I had to borrow, this I have to borrow good. everybody else's stuff. This lady came over to my house yesterday to pick up some stuff, and she dropped me off a goodie bag of homemade stuff that she's made because I've never mm-hmm. – I, it's not that I can't cook anything. I've just never gotten into the baking part of stuff. You know how people bake cookies and bake certain fudge and stuff. I just, I'm not, it's not my deal. I hate to say yeah. that. I'll cook anything else, but the the cookies, the fudges. So this lady dropped off a bunch of stuff yesterday. Her name's um, Karen, and she dropped off a goodie bag. So I was eating her fudge and, like, she had like Reese, almost Reese cups, but they were shaped into little acorns. They were really cute, and those were good. And some, what is it, sugar coated almonds? Well, that sounds really good. Those were good. Yeah, man. Christmas is always. I had it for breakfast for treats. Treat. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I enjoyed your treats. Really inventive. Yeah. With, uh... It's an excuse to pee. That's why people, I always wonder why people say they're going to go on a diet before, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm like, why? Why? What's the point of trying to lose weight yeah. in, like, the fattest time of the year? Exactly, wait, because you're trying different things. Wait till and, January. So I tried to make fudge one time, and I messed it up five times. So I'm like, you know, I ain't trying to make this crap no more. Same thing with peach cobbler. I can make a good apple cobbler, but I cannot make peach cobbler to save my life. Like my relatives in North Carolina would be laughing at me right about now. I've Can't never tried cobbler. to make cobbler. I've I've always I, tried to make like hot buttered rum. I've always been like every Christmas I'm like this year I'm gonna make hot buttered rum for Christmas. Not be, I don't even know why I I want to do that. I just want to say I'm drinking hot buttered rum. Uh, but I've read it like their directions. It's pretty complicated maybe it's easy for some people but look complicated to me so probably won't, yeah. won't end up having it and you know it's so funny i've still got those fermented cherries in the refrigerator downstairs you do i do they're two years ago. old this is going to be the be second fun. christmas i wonder how those taste uh, they've been sitting in alcohol for got, two years You've got like three jars of moonshine on my closet that has just been sitting there ever since. Well, before Angie got pregnant with RJ, so they've been sitting there for a while. Getting yeah, I'm really bad. Stronger. I got a dessert wine thing in the fridge. It's been there for a year to almost two years now. I have um, 
I've got stuff sitting because I just don't drink. It does it messes. I gotta have my mind clear when I'm doing Reiki and stuff like that, so I really don't drink it. So I just make it for everybody else. It's like a yeah, rare occasion. So rare. I used to be able to drink a lot, but not so much anymore. Yeah, me either. I just I just don't like what it does, and it makes my head really tight. If I try to sleep at nighttime, my head is so tight I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So very, very rare. I think the last time I drank anything was when I was in Florida, and I was trying out Eight Shires Distilleries rums, which are the smoothest rums. I say that all the time, but it's the most smoothest rum you'll ever have in your life. I remember you well, a couple of weeks ago. You had your your when you had your cold. Someone gave mm-hmm. you. Like, oh yeah. I don't know, yeah, that was like even, a probably wasn't even alcoholic, but fucked you up. Yeah, yeah, that's like a medicine thing. That's not. Yeah. That was like. To, that's what the doctor told me to do. Here's your remedy. Go break your chest cold up at home. You know, but I'm talking about like drinking to like catch a buzz or something like that. I just nah. I tried. I tried one of those like CBD gummies one time, and man, that fucked me up. Man, I was so like dizzy and I don't know, like, the way they just do it. Yeah, they'll knock you off. Oh, no. You have to take some of that stuff if you're going to do a CBD anything. You got to take that stuff before you go to bed because the lady that um, has the whole um, wholeness shop in California. She'll send me, like, specialty caramels that she makes. It's not anything THC. It's CBD, and that's it, you know. And you just drop them in your tea, but they will knock you out like a light bulb. Yeah, And they, they taste do. just like caramels. Um, it, doing it during the day was probably, was probably a mistake, but it was like, you know, first I just said, you should I have done that during anything. the day. But then I'm like, crap, all right, yeah. My, my logic was, I'm going I'm to try to do this and go to bed. What's the point? I'll sleep right yeah, through the you that. You got to do that and, like, go to, you know, it has to be before you're going to bed, like, not during the daytime yeah. or the afternoon, you know, because. Like, I was trying yeah, to that wouldn't take care of RJ and move in slow motion. Come yeah. here. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I was probably going fast, but I felt like I was going, like, really slow. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, not be the thing to do. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. But the CBD stuff, nope. some of it, not all of it, does help me with my vertigo because I still have that. It's just not as heavy as it was. I went to Food Lion earlier today to get the rest of my Christmas stuff, and those lights triggered my vertigo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday it got triggered with a flickering light downstairs. For some reason, yesterday when I got up my lights kept flickering, and it was annoying, so annoying. And then it would stop, and then it would flicker, and today they haven't done anything. Um, But it triggered the dizziness. So the CBD stuff that I take at nighttime, not every night. I'm talking about if I have an episode or something, I'll take that. Because if I try to lay down and close my eyes, then I get dizzy with my eyes. And it's just an uncomfortable feeling. I used to I remember when I used to, when I get drunk, like like doing shots of vodka or rum, and you get so drunk, everything's dizzy. Then you're like, okay, I'm just, I'm gonna 
go lay down on my bed. And I, if I just make it, make it. If I lay down, I'm not gonna throw up. Then you lay down on your bed, and you, and you feel like the room's spinning as right. you're laying down. So I can't imagine, you know, that happening to me, like all the time without, you know, being drunk or whatever. That's pretty much what, what you what you're going through, like the yeah. whole time. I like, just sounds. I was miserable when I was drunk. I can't imagine it happening like all the time, even when you're sober. Yeah, it was it was a twenty in the beginning. Well, as you know, it was a twenty four hour, seven day a week thing. Now it's just like yeah. little things that trigger it, and it's not. You know, people think it's the one where your whole where the whole room spins. It's not that. It sits in the in my head, and it just sits there. And I'm like, seriously. And then like at nighttime, when I try to close my eyes, it's like feeling drunk without the alcohol. And I'm like, seriously. So you, you, you get all the dizziness about the fun part. Yeah, I know, you know? right? I'm like, I even ha- didn't even get to have a fireball or nothing, and I feel like I'm drunk without the know, alcohol. Right? <laughs> I hate it. It's like, man, and I just nobody can figure it out. Off, please, with it. Yeah, I'm not, you know, when I go to the fair or whatever, I don't go on all the spinny rides and stuff. Yeah, that's one that's Angie's thing. She loves to going on the spinny rides. Like I said, I can't imagine I it being to, like a constant thing. Yeah, I used to like going on the swings, all the roller coasters and stuff. Now I haven't tried it since I've had that issue, but I do want to eventually get back to Bush Gardens and try some of the rides because I miss riding my roller coasters. Oh, I love roller coasters. Yeah, I, I miss love those. Roller coasters. Mm-hmm. So when you're a few up to it, we will plan a day. Yeah, we'll all go down to Bush Gardens and and uh, ride some roller coasters. They got some good ones down there. I know they do, and I and like I said, I miss. There's a couple of them I can't ride. I already know, but there's a few of them that I still like. I can't think of the one. Is it the? It's the purple one. Is it Apollo's Chariot? Apollo's Chariot, yeah. That's my favorite. That's one of the most popular ones. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Bush Gardens tonight. Uh, that was the plan. I wasn't supposed to be on the show tonight. We're going to go to Bush Gardens because I usually have Tuesday night off of work because of the show. And since right. we did the, the it's John Pagano on last week talking about Pocahontas, so I was like, well, you know, since I have the night off and it's really close to Christmas, we'll go to Christmas Town. But then I found that. Obviously, RJ has got COVID, so he's on quarantine. So that messed up those plans. So yeah, and next week we have back back show too. Do what? I said I'm sorry. Next next week we have a back to back show also because we'll have Chris Garcia. I'll have him at eight o'clock, and you have Chris Garcia at um, nine o'clock. Yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, I I, I did like little, made, made like a little post called freaking freaking vibes or freaking awesome vibes. That's the name of our, of our new show. But one time, yeah, you know, I figured we just go ahead and just double double host. You know, I'll I'll come on with you and you come on with me. And yeah, uh, yeah, we hope to get a lot of people calling in because last time we had uh, Chris on the show, he uh, you know, we had a bunch of people call in and felt like he was rushed giving giving the readings out. So hopefully. 
people will call in. It'll be less work for us to do, honestly. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that'll work out real good. And then the week after that, I've got Mark Copel coming on, and he is from Finland. So we're going to talk paranormal, but we're also going to talk UFO and Bigfoot. It's awesome. I have David Flowers coming on that night. So, yeah, we'll be talking about their manor house, I'm guessing. Oh, that's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's always fun to have David Flowers. A lot of cool guests coming up. Yeah. Here in January. I like him. Do what? I said I like Haunted MD, too. He's fun to have on a show. Haunted MD? Yeah. Name yeah, Haunted that. MD. He's yeah, always fun. Him. I've got... Yeah. I would have to I'm sorry. I know him by Haunted MD. The... Donald Millar. I had to think there for a second. Yeah. Okay. But that's... Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought you <laughs> He's said always... Haunted MD. Like, no, MD. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like I'm trying to look up. Well, I can't really do it right now because I'm on the live feed. But I'm trying to look up haunted ND as a, yeah, a guest. Yeah, sorry. But it sounds like you've got some awesome guests coming up. Uh, yeah, it's always nice to have him. I have January. it. Yeah, I've, he's not on, but um, past Finland, um, the guy Mark coming on. I've got it. I have to get my guests on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I do a lot of like, right like, now. Like, the week before. like, oh, crap, I got a bucket show. So I'm sure okay. anybody you want to have come on, you know, they'll be more than happy to join you. So that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if any of y'all are out here yeah. that, you know, want to come on Vibe Time with Jerry, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please message me. Same thing with, I'm sure, Ryan's show, the freaking awesome show. Message them. Send them a message. We'll put you on. We may even double header. You never know. Right? I've got, even got the freaking, like, the, the, like I said, the post made up. So all I have to do is add your name to it. We can do the freaking awesome vibe show. Have you on for two hours if you want. See, that would be cool. Yeah, there's always something to talk about. Yeah. Always, whether it's paranormal. Yeah, I always feel like when I have these shows, like I always feel like after an hour is not enough time, but two hours is a little too much time. See, and you know when y'all when you had switched the days, two hours was a good time because you, you my I just bleep, 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 and I mean you know two hours was a pretty good time. Like John Stevens and I, you know, we could do a good two hour show just talking about events and some of the paranormal stuff that we've had when we've investigated together, you know, two hours is is okay. Yeah. Once you get going, I like my free talking to you though. Yeah. You know, once you get, cause there, there are some shows where it's like, Oh my God, thank God this hour's over. Because <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's not the person's fault. It's like, it's not every person is, you know, good for the radio. Like, I am not good as a guest because I overthink. I think too much. So, you know, that's just not my thing. But so I know when I have these guests on that aren't that great that, you know, it's, it's just not what they do. But there are times when, you know, I'm doing the show, it's like, okay, I keep looking at the clock. 
and it seems like it's taking like each minute takes like ten minutes to go by because it's so slow. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know what to say next. I, I really have no qu- more questions to ask, but I got thirty more minutes, so hopefully. Uh, well, cool. yeah, everybody's personality is different. Tapped out here. Yeah, I've had that happen with a couple of guests, and it's not them. It's just yeah. the personalities are different. You know, some people are very. You ask them a question, they're very straight to the point. Yes, no. And that makes it hard on on a show. Yeah. And so, also the people who who you ask a question and they just they just keep going and going and yeah. going and going. Yeah. Pretty soon you gotta like, okay. You know, before they take over the whole show and like, okay, I have some questions that need to get asked here. Do you you gotta realize figure out when it is a good time to say, hey, kind of steer the show in a different direction. Right. Yeah, but everybody's different, and we pretty much click together, so we're good on our yeah. on our back-to-back stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you know, when you need someone to come on on your show, you're like, oh, can you come on? Yeah. You know, the only that thing that's more worth me is just having RJ uh, here, because, you know, if he's, not, if he's asleep or not. But Yeah. No, you can. I literally called you last minute, or didn't call you. I messaged you last minute last night. I think it was like, "Hey, do you want to come on the show?" It's so, good. I need, I need and look, I do. I'm helping um, Jody Nettles with Crossroads on Thursday nights at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So because Teresa right now, she just can't. She's just overwhelmed with stuff with the house and everything. So I'm actually yeah. doing a show Thursday with Jody. You're spreading the vibes all over the place. Yeah, I mean, but I like doing all it. It's a lot of you meet nice people, you know, people that you didn't That's know before. The, it's one of the best things about doing the show is you know getting able to talk, being able to talk to people and talk to people from around the world, pretty much around right. different teams from you know different parts of the country and learn like how they do things and some of the haunted locations some of their they're also the best evidence they've been able to capture and stuff it's very very rewarding um right you know yeah and i like learning from so, people too yeah me too i, mean, I do because you can learn so many different things from different people i think i start year eight coming up here I believe we started the show in 2014. So, yeah, in January will be our eighth anniversary. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, you know, if people want to join, come on and have a podcast. You don't need to be a professional. Because, like I said, I still don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm just going, having fun, talking to my friends, <laughs> making new friends, you know. Uh, so we're we're almost out of time. So if you want to talk about what you like your Reiki service and all everything, get the word out so people can bombard your house. Yep, I do. I do Reiki. So anybody can message me for information about that. And then I do have my show Vibe Time with Jerry um, before Ryan's show, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday night. So if anybody ever has any questions about Reiki energy work anything like that, or just don't hesitate to reach out and message me. I'll be glad to answer your questions. 
Well, guys, we got like 30 seconds left. I want to take the time to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and we'll be back here next week with yep. uh, the Freaking Awesome Vibe Show with our special guest, <laughs> Chris Garcia, to be giving free readings tomorrow night on – tomorrow night, yeah. Tuesday night, next Tuesday night on the show. So uh, look at we'll give out the number, call in, and we'll get, you'll get a free uh, a free reading next week. So Jerry, thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll talk to You're you later. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Bye.